world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday morning, day eight, I think, of the Dobbenmeyer House with no heat. When we reach seven, we're going to reach 32 today here. Uh, Michelle and I are doing fine because we have a gas stove, a gas fireplace, and we light that thing up and it keeps us warm. And we put a fan in, pulls the heat into our bedroom. So, uh, and 98.6 at night kind of helps it. I can snuggle up against that little beauty. That keeps me kind of warm. But day eight, and, uh, you know, we're looking across what's going on in America. It's, Boy, there are a lot of people who are really, really struggling, and and we're finding out that government agencies can't can't fix everything. And wow, maybe just kind of a dry run for for where we uh, we really are. Yeah, Reggie, I agree with you. There's a spiritual heaviness, isn't there? You guys noticing it? The spirit, not a whole lot of ho ho, ding dong, joy to the world. Not 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 a lot of it. There's a there's a, it seems to be an oppression. And I thought about that when that big storm came rolling in. But man, that was like a covering. It was like a monster, created monster, by the way. And if you don't know anything about geoengineering, maybe I need to show, uh, 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 do a show on the engineering of, of uh, the weather. That, that thing was a beast. And boy, it just encompassed areas that would never, ever, ever be encompassed. And again, a part of it, I, I thank God for it because it was part of the training again of showing us how soft we are. Can we go out, honey? Is it, is it a level three? Is it, are we allowed out? I mean, we're such wussies, aren't we? Oh, we better not go. Uh, can't go to Kroger's. It's a level three, honey. What? Put some boots on and go. It's crazy, right? They've made us so soft. I said earlier, this thing right here, this cell phone's made us so soft. And this is going to be the end of America right here because uh, we're going to see after my, my production, after the new year, we're going to see massive massive uh, business closings because people have learned to shop here. You go to the malls, there's nobody at the malls. As, as I said, I went into JCPenney to get Michelle uh, a couple Christmas gifts. As soon as I walked in the door, sales, 50% off, 70% off. As soon as I walked in the door, I knew. Uh, so we got to buckle up, man. It's all good. It's all good. I'm not here to, to let you uh, make anybody discouraged. Just want to ask you real quick. Before we get going, because this does this, I'm, I always tell tell everyone I do this show according to the Holy Spirit, and I get up every morning and and uh, try to prepare a, a show under the unction of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be informative and it's going to be uh, uh, spiritually encouraging and help all of us grow in our faith. But I was I was wondering today, just kind of a real quick survey here. <clears throat> Why do you guys tune in? Why do you tune in? Now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take about uh, five minutes here, and uh, I'm going to do a quick survey. I'm going to do a, a survey of because I want to I want to feed my, the customers what they want to a degree. Do you, do you do you tune in for the fellowship? Do you tune in for the 
for the information you turn in for the spiritual growth you do what gets you every day turning into the shell because i'm amazed fascinated it goes on rochelle okay now tell us your story tell us a quick story not your life story go rochelle quickly i just like getting my news and my bible all at once (laughs) good emma Um, we like that too, but, uh, we also like, really like the fellowship and, um, I often stay on late, uh, because I like what the, what I learn. I learn so much and it's not just about, um, you know, every, it's some about everyday things. And but you, you know what, Emma, that's, that's really good. Hang on. Uh, Silver's next and Julie, I want to write down through here real quickly. Cause look, here's, here's the truth the way I see it. Um, it's my own fault, okay? I'm not, not blaming anybody, not throwing, throwing tomatoes at anybody. Uh, for the most part, when you go to church, afterwards, there's no real reason to hang around, is there? There really isn't any reason to hang around. You may, you may know somebody at church, but for the most part, you, you can't go very deep in your discussions, and it's all just so shallow. Church has become so shallow. And the amazing thing here, some of you guys are here an hour, two hours, maybe even three hours afterwards, Discussing things with each other. Joe said five hours, right? So, so that the fellowship is really, really rich. And I, uh, well, I got some more stuff I'll show you later on. Go silver than Julie and Neil. Well, it's not only the fellowship and all of that kind of stuff, but I'm a bond servant of the Lord. And he has me here to serve this group here Amen. in any way that I can, primarily Amen. with my voice. Amen, That's Joe. Fine. We appreciate you too. Julie, come in, then Neil. All three things, Coach, and, um, you know, the relationships that we built, like, through the women and stuff, it's just amazing. Love all of you guys. Amen. Amen, Julie. Neil Levy. Neil, then Gene, then Kevin. Spiritual teaching from a man who is no better than I am. (laughs) You got that one right, dude. (laughs) You sure got that one right. (laughs) Hey, the Lord can speak through an ass, can he? still he still can. <laughs> Go ahead, Gene. Come on. I like uh, like-minded people really attract me. Amen. They're hard to find, aren't they? This Amen. is amazing. My, the thing's blown up over here. It's blown up. Kevin, come on in. And then Jeannie after Kevin. Well, there's a lot of reasons I like tuning in, but one of the big ones is that I, I like the fellowship with fellow awake Christians, which was very common when I was a child but is very rare today. It seems most completely asleep to what's really going on. And this is a crowd of very tuned in and awake people. And I appreciate it. Amen. Would you guys agree with me uh, again, that when you go into your church, whatever that would be, or the church you used to go to, that they don't talk about any of this stuff at all. They have no understanding of anything going on in the world, do they? We, We should be the most educated and we're not. We're just not. Jeannie, come on in. Yeah, Coach, I have learned so much from you. And I think in my over 40 years of being a believer, I've learned more in this group in five years probably than I have all my 40 years. Amen. Amen. And you know what's happened to me, Jeannie? Because of this give and take, it's forced me to go deeper. Every day I get up, I say, what can I I show them today? What what can I show them today? And to me, that that really invigorates me because I, I love getting in there because you know how I do. I form ideas. I think, I, I don't think this is right. And then I go dig into it and I say, oh, my goodness, that isn't right. That isn't right. 
that that just motivates me to no end. And the great thing about it is I don't care if you agree with me. I don't I want you to leave here scratching your head. That's what I want you to do. That's no one that's when I know we've had a good show. Mel and then Glenn. Well, I just feel like I have a role to play here. You know, I plug in, I have I have a job, I have something to do. I learned so much from this group, so um, I like to start my day here. Amen. That's awesome. Glenn, then George. Well, it's it's uh as a result of this this show uh, uh or whatever you call it, coach, it's really activated my faith, okay? We talk yeah. about stuff here that the church doesn't talk about. Uh and and so this is this show is what I call raw Christianity, raw Christianity, because yeah. it's real. It is. And it's, it's really activated my faith. Amen. God bless you, Glenn. Hey, by the way, I don't know if you heard in the pre-show. If you can clean, get that cleaned up version from Joe and stick it in the chat, I sure would appreciate it, man. I've had several people ask me for that. And, yeah, I'll and try to do that. Okay, thanks, man. George, come on. And then Rochelle again. Rochelle again. Oh. Yes. Um, the reason that I like it is because... I, I, my dad called it the Benjamin Franklin tea clothes. When you look at my old church, I asked them, please, let's, let's at least talk about the elephant in the room that is being Satan. And I was completely ignored. Well, wow. when I, when I come to this and I've only been in it for about a month, I've learned more and my eyes have been open more in one month than I have in my whole lifetime. And I can awesome. also say this. Yeah. I love the fire that you the, bring the fire and you're not scared. And that's what I like. And everybody's of one accord. And that is in Jesus Christ. Everybody. That's right. It's like a family. We don't always get along. We don't always agree, but we're still brothers and sisters. It shows that we can be that way, right? That we don't all have to think the same. That's to me, that's one of the miracles of it. Rochelle, then Mike, then Paul. Man, look at that list. I I forgot probably the most important thing. It's not just the news through a biblical worldview, but it's the fact of all this participation everybody's voice here is heard. Nobody else brings other people in like this to share their knowledge. And Amen. we kind of feel useful. We kind of feel useful when we get that opportunity. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And equipped. What if we had a church where you could go and they actually ask you to do something other than sit there, say amen, and pay tithes? Wouldn't you like to find a church like that? That's sort of what this is. Mike McKee, come on in. And Paul. Yeah, Coach, I come here for one reason. We all talk about the same person who gives us that freedom to speak and to choose the Lord Jesus Amen. Christ. Thank you, Dave, and everybody else in the huddle. Amen. Just doing my job, baby. Paul, come on in. Then Betty. Two reasons, Coach, because I don't like BS, and I, you know, I get motivated here. It's the first thing, and I have a very busy practice, but I don't miss this because I don't know if I could get through this day without you, Amen. brother. Amen. Amen. It's awesome. Without us, not me. Without us. Without us. We're we're a team. We're a family. Bob and or I'm Betty. Then Bob. Okay. Betty, Bob, Bernie. Betty, Bob, Bernie. Go, Betty. <laughs> yeah, I, I. You said to make it short. I, I just know I've learned more than I can ever imagine in a year and a half. So I'm going to say ditto, 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 ditto to everybody else to make it short because Amen. I agree with everything they say. <laughs> now listen, listen. I've learned a lot too. See, I I question. Right. And question in, in being inquisitive, if you're really, truly inquisitive, it will lead you to information. I've always been somewhat inquisitive. And this has become a platform for me where I can go shake some of those closets and say, wait a minute, what's hanging in that? I don't I don't believe that. I don't. And I can go look at uh, look it up and plant that seed. And then you get to go on your own journey to truth. 
That's what I love about it. Bob, go, then Bernie. Is that me, Bob, this Bob? Yes, sir, the old one clear out there in Arkansas yeah, or wherever the heck you are. Uh, yeah, brother, I, I just thank God for your show, and uh, I think it's uh, truth, the word truth, a uh, hunger for truth. I see everybody in here has that hunger for truth, and uh, I think we just have to get up in the morning. For me, anyway, I get up in the morning, and uh, it wakes me up, <coughs> and uh, you've always got something good uh, to bring out, and it just... Mm -hmm. uh, Helps me to stay founded on the, on our rock, Jesus Christ, and know that he is the truth. So I think God... We'll all ask ourselves this. How many people do you know in your life, maybe, who are alive today because you've been awakened by this show? And you said, don't take this shot. Don't do this. Don't do that. I wonder if we could, if we could even measure how many people are going to be healthy because you've been connected to this show and you've influenced others to do the right thing. Bernie, come on in. In Revelation 2015, go. I'd say that um, this huddle sees Christianity as a current event, not just a past history or a future. <laughs> a you know, current we don't event. Just don't just practice, but we actually take the field. And that's Amen. different. Amen. Amen. And you can come back to the huddle. You can go out and get yourself, do whatever you do, and then come back here the next morning, get your wounds all salved over and everybody pat you on the back. You're doing a good job. Keep after it. I don't know any I don't know any place like that. I don't I just don't know it. I I I I feel so empty in regular church. Sorry. I I do. Revelation 2015. Come on in. Hey coach, I like this show because it's grounded in reality. Amen. Grounded in reality. Christianity meet reality. Amen. Randy. Definitely a platform that equips the people with courage and a voice. Mm -hmm. You have Amen. a voice, Coach. We do. We go out and we speak. We don't just keep it in the four walls. That's right. And then we get to come back here the next day and tell stories about the fight we fought yesterday, right? And it encourages us. It's like getting back into a huddle. All right, boys, go call a play. Let's go run another play. Kevin Van Story, then Myra. Your two cents. <laughs> go ahead, Myra. We wait, wait on Kevin. Go. <clears throat> yes, Coach. I like um, the fact that we exalt the name of Jesus and the free flow of the Holy Spirit in all of us. Amen. Amen. Kevin, can you get in here? Jeff Klein. Your, your two cents is worth two cents. Your two cents is worth two cents here, right? And nobody's going to laugh at you because you question something that Pastor Papa Paul has been teaching you for 38 years. It's okay to question it here, right? We're, this is a truth detector here. Jeff Klein, come on in. Then Clay. Coach, you know, probably the last 20 years, I mean, how many times, and I like the info, the scripture, everything is great here, but over the last 20 years, how many times could we actually get together? We'd see you once every month or two, yep, yep. you pop into the church. We thought we had a good little thing going down there. It's been a great church. Pastor Bill's been a great leader, but we realize now we're just in another silo. That's right. <laughs> no, not only Jeff, not only that, you moved into another silo, didn't you? Yeah. You left one silo for another silo. Right? And we're reaching more people this way. Yeah, that's right. We've been that's spending right. our wheels for how long? 20 years, coach, and we finally yeah. got something going. The Thank comfort you, of the local church. The comfort of the local church. 
That's that's a burden, folks. If we just open up and understand it, that's a burden to us, the comfort of the local church. Clay, come on in. Well, there's a lot of reasons, but the camaraderie of a team is nothing like going to practice and uh, and starting to toss that ball around with the players and talking to each other and building your skills at the same time and just Amen. being a part of this team. Hey, Clay, and, and this idea that when you go out and you do something and then you want to go tell somebody what you did, you can come here and do that. You can't go to your church and tell, tell people what you did. They, hell, they don't care, right? They don't care. They're just there to get their cookies and pay their tithe. They don't care. And so this is a place where you can come and say, going. you know what? We did that same thing that Jeff Klein's been doing. And you know, doggone it, it worked. It Amen. worked. And, and, we're, and, and I've met some so good so many good people in here and have been, have made some some lifelong friends in here, Coach. Yes, sir. Real ones. Real ones. Because you know why? Huh? Because real friends are forged in a foxhole, baby. Don't ever forget that. Real friends are forged in a foxhole. Aid, Aid, come on in. And then Jack. Hi, Coach. This is Aid Keel. I have not spoken yet to this family of God. Um, I could talk for quite a long time with great joy. And a few of the reasons are all that everyone has said, but it's also that as I am, and we're asking God to dig deep and excavate religious bones, they're coming mm. up. Rattling. Oh, man. Amen. Uh, it, it's quite a dance. Amen. <laughs> it's a good Aiden, thing I'm in the room by myself. Where are you, Aid? I'm in uh, Florida, in Bradenton. Oh, my goodness. Stay warm down there if you can. Welcome, <laughs> I can't welcome believe it. I have warm clothes on. Yep. Oh, hey, listen, folks, listen. Everybody's two cents is worth two cents here, right? And one of the problems, if there was a problem, one of the things that, that bothers me the most, that's not the right word. Uh, I want to hear from new people. I love to hear from aid. I love, I, I love, I want to hear that. Those who are lurking out there, hear every, in here every morning and never say anything because Clay's doing all the talking or Myra's doing all the talking or, or what, right? We want to hear what you, listen, you learn, mm, you learn by sharing. Listen to me. This is a, this is really, really important. You learn by talking. You said what? Oh yeah. Yeah. When you begin to talk, you hear what you really think. And you think, oh, my goodness, that sounded crazy. Yeah, no kidding. And you've been believing that, right? So for you to articulate what you believe is really, really important for spiritual growth for yourself. That's why the Bible says take captive every thought. See, sometimes you don't know it's a thought till you say it. And then when you say it, say, whoa, (laughs) that's stupid. That's stupid, right? And so what, so therapy is nothing more than you saying something and the therapist saying, well, why would you say that? All the therapist does is ask you, what the hell are you thinking that way for, right? But see, if you don't articulate that thought, it stays trapped, here. stays trapped here. You don't even, you don't even know it. Got to get it out. Got to get it out. Got to speak. Jack, come on in. And then Joe. Uh, this, this is all about community. An exchange of ideas. I love gathering with people smarter than me. I'm always <laughs> looking for somebody to tell me, improve on my idea. I'd like to improve on theirs, but I want to hear, hear people say, oh, no, you can do that better. You can Amen. do that better. Okay, let me do that. Show me. Amen. And you know what I really like too, Jack? I know there are people in this huddle I can count on. 
I, I know I know that I can. I know right now if I picked up the phone, I'm looking. If I called Joe Allen, if I called Mike Blake, if I called Johnny Brick, I could go down that list. If I called any of those guys, if I was in need, every one of those guys would come to my aid. And I would do everything I could to help them as well. I'm going to tell you something. You could have been in your local church 50 years, and you won't have two people you can call. Amen? Somebody tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. Amen. Here, right? That's right. Go ahead, Joe and Johnny. I know I can pick up that phone just like you said, Coach. I asked Carol how many years now. It's seven years. If it wasn't for Dale, I wouldn't have saw you eat crawdads. <laughs> if it wasn't for Chad, we wouldn't have our training. Yep. If it wasn't for a bunch of us, Sky High wouldn't be here. Amen, baby. Amen. Amen. It's all good, man. Because why? We've given you an avenue where your two cents is worth two cents. And in the heart of a man, that's really all he wants, isn't it? There's nothing worse for a man than nothing that will destroy manhood more than to think you don't matter. And you do. You do matter. Johnny B. Iron sharpens iron, Coach. Uh, Last week you said something that uh, you were wrong about. I had to point this out. You said you're a coach without a team, but you do have a team. You have an awesome team, and I love everybody in here. Amen, baby. Amen. Amen. I got a team. That's right. It's not my team. It's what the, it's this team that the Lord's brought together, and and I, being a coach, I get to be the coach of. Amen. Mike Blake. Team. Love you, Mike. Come on in. Yeah, this this group has been life-changing to me, and the and the friends that I've gotten in this group is, is beyond any friendship I've ever had. Amen. I couldn't agree more. How about old Serge sending me this thing, huh? Don't hug your mother. Deck the horse with lots of boosters. Mike McKee, come on in, Mike. Then Kevin. Uh, Coach, uh, oftentimes when I do something for other people, they say, oh, you didn't have to do that. I said, you know what? That's exactly why I did it, because I chose to do it. I didn't have to do it, and Amen. I love that. Thank you, Coach. Amen. Amen. Because the thing is, uh, I can mention a need and somebody in this queue will meet it. And not only that, you can mention a need and I'll do everything I can to meet it. And it's genuine, right? Brother caring about brother, doing whatever we can. Look, we don't all have to be, uh, what's that old saying? You don't have to be a, my twin to be my brother. We don't all have to be on the same page. We don't all have to agree uh, uh, scripturally. We don't all have to have eschatology in line. We don't all have to b- b- believe the same hermeneutics. But the reality is, is we are a group of people serving a risen king in the way that we're both equipped to be able to do it. And everybody wants to be on a team. Yeah, when, you know, when I was coaching, uh, we'd have a bunch of guys on the team, and they all wanted to get in the game. But I got to tell you something. Some of them didn't want to get in the game while the game was on the line. You know what I'm talking about? Some of them, just want, they just wanted to be on the team, and they were there, and they would root the first team on. And then when the game got out of hand and we got ahead by three or four touchdowns, then they were willing to go into the game, right? Because they knew it was safe. They knew that they weren't going to screw up and lose the game for us. And unfortunately, or fortunately, however it is, that's where many of us are, right? We, we want to play, but, golly, we just don't know if we can go in there right now. We might throw an interception. We might fumble a ball. We just, we're not ready. Get, get us farther ahead, coach, and then let me play. That's not the way it works, man. That's not the way it works. We're in the, we're in the heat of it now, and you guys are being forged like soldiers. Amen? 
soldierettes. Amen. Uh, Kevin, come in. Mike Blake, your hand's still up. I don't know if you want to come back. Go, Kevin. This is a uh, a spiritual infilling that uh, it's it's like a, it's like a light that the moths are drawn to. Amen. Amen. Jeff Klein. Coach, I'll just say this is just for the whole ordeal you're talking about. Just a special thank you to everybody listening in here. It's like going to that school board meeting last month. We put the word out. Nobody from our silo showed up, but 42 people showed up in that parking lot. And I'm standing out there like, hallelujah. I was just seeing each and every individual walk up in that parking lot. We just gathered in a circle and had prayers. Like, that was great. Just thank you to everybody. Amen. And hey, we're moving forward, man. We are pushing forward. Uh, I crossed over the 70-year-old barrier the other day, and I was thinking, you know, talking to my wife, you know, what is the next 10 years going to be like? Am I going to get more and more decrepit? Am I going to get older and older? Can't get up the steps and, you know, pooping in my pants. Is that what I got ahead of me? Well, if that's what I got ahead of me, which I don't have that ahead of me in Jesus' name, but if that's what I got ahead of me, why would I waste these years now? Why would I waste the opportunity to engage on the front lines? By the way, uh, yesterday, uh, I'm going to show you a clip here in a minute. I had Clay Clark on uh, my Brideon show, and he stayed for the first half hour. Folks, listen, the second half hour, you have got to, to watch that second half hour. Again, that, that anointing hit me, and you got, you got to watch that. Because look, look, we're, we're in the – dudes, I'll get you in a second, deal. Dudes, we are in the midst of it, man. We are in the heart. We are in the belly of the beast. We are in the unveiling, the revealing. The, there's so much stuff going on right now in the spiritual realm that we can't even understand and that we don't even know what to do. And it can be so overwhelming to us. That's why we have to put everything we have into what we're doing. Now, I was telling Michelle the other day, last night it was, last night, I said, uh, who would have ever thought? Don't laugh, don't anybody laugh. Who would have ever thought the Myra would start casting out devils? Five years ago, whatever it was, when, when Myra got on this show, she'd have been the last person that I would ever have thought would ever get into the spiritual battle. Myra, are you kidding me? What? Myra, yeah. But all she did, that she had an interest in it. She had an, I'm going to go for it attitude, and dang. Now, is she stumbling, making some mistake? Probably. <laughs> she probably is. She probably isn't putting every nail on every, every, every plank. Probably, she's probably missing some things, but she's learning along the way. And I, I just, you know, I just sit back sometimes, and I'm amazed of what's going on on this team. By the way, without instructions from the coach, you don't have to get my approval. You just go do it. Like my wife said, do you see that sink full of dishes? Yeah, I get it. Dale, come in. Well, brother, everybody had just incredible points. It's kind of hard to add to this, but I really would say 21st century church. They gathered together. They broke bread. Look, 21st century means we didn't have to be underneath the same roof. We came into this queue every single morning. And Coach, you you have brought out, just like you did with – with Myra, you brought out the talents that you see inside of people. That's a good coach, right? The talents right. come because God gives it to them. You just bring them out. Another wonderful thing that I've enjoyed that I left three different Bible colleges is about is that you do not let God become compartmentalized in this Amen. Kingdom, right? It's an incredible thing. Another thing, you've altered the way I do my services at my church. I get some sermons here. 
And I allowed this kind of discussion even in my Sunday mornings. Lastly, oh, coach, even pastors need good fellowship. They do. They do. Yes, sir. You know what? You can come in here and be a pastor, and we respect that office. But, Dale, you just one of the boys, buddy. <laughs> you just one of the boys. Right? Give me some floor planking. Give me a shovel. Give me some food. We'll we'll yep. get her done. Yep, hey, right. real quick, Coach. Now you, you know who T- Taysen Hill is, right? Yeah. quarterback. Do you know that that guy started off on punt returns, on kickoffs? He was a nobody. He was a special teams guy. He went from special teams to tight end to tailback to quarter. That's what I want to be, a multiversal player. Wow. No kidding, man. No kidding on that one. Wow, wow, wow. Be able to play more positions. Although Paul did say this one thing I do, right? So, again, know your role. If you're a tackle, be a tackle. If you're a linebacker, be a linebacker. Don't try to be a quarterback. If you're a tight end, it doesn't work, right? Now, there are times where you are that you might have to be the quarterback. He said, listen, man, I ain't never never played that position before. Well, in the group that you're in, you're the guy who's most – you're most qualified to be the quarterback. may not be your strong suit, but you may have to put down your strength and teach somebody else your strength, and you go develop another one. That's, Folks, that's the way it operates, man. When a guy gets injured, next man up, all right, who can fill that role? Who can do that? Anybody here can do that? And that's, that's where we have to be. Rather than us going around, uh, uh, pardon me, uh, uh, I'm Apostle Dave. Uh, I'm, I'm Prophet John. What the hell? What are you talking about? You're just a dude with the Holy Spirit. That's all you are. And sometimes he asks you to play this role, and sometimes he asks you to play that role. And if all you do is play apostle, that's all you do? Something wrong with you, bud. You got to be versatile. You got to be willing to do other things. You have to be willing to do things with which you are not comfortable. That's how the Holy Spirit works. He doesn't just work through your strengths. Sometimes he puts you in a situation where you are terribly uncomfortable, and then he flows through you, and you at the end of it say, oh, my goodness. But when we rely on only our strengths, boy, you're in bondage there too. Somebody say amen. You're in bondage there if you can only bat left-handed. If you can't be a switch hitter and you can't drag bunt and you can't do any of that, then you're a situational player. And we don't need situational players. We need players who are situational, meaning, hey, Dale, I need you to do this. Can you do that? And you say, no, coach, I've never done that. But I know somebody who can. Let me get a hold of them. This is the way this whole thing is supposed to operate. And as soon as you think you are the big cheese of everything, dude, you are in trouble because you can't do it all. You can't do it all. Myra, go ahead and pray us in here. Jack, I'll be right with you. Go ahead and pray us in, Myra. Yes, Coach. Thank you so much uh, for everything you're doing for all of us. Uh, I'm doing my job. Thank you, I'm just doing my job. Stop it. I'm just doing my job. All right. Like you say, it's the anointing. So the reading today will be from Job 34, 20 through 23. Myra, long O, long O. Job, 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 Joe, like Joe. Hey, Joe, Job, Job. Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just, it just hit me. Rob Pugh's wife, Lisa, 
uh, uh, she went to the doctor yesterday and there appears to be some type of growth on her thyroid, I think it is. So maybe uh, uh, today, throughout the course of your day, uh, lift up Rob and Lisa Pugh up there at Wisconsin, that she'll get a good report on that. All right, go ahead, Myra. I'm sorry. Will do. <clears throat> um, it is written, and that's from Job 34, 20 to 23. In a moment shall they die. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. What version do we have up on the screen? Because I like us all to be reading the same words. <clears throat> oh, we got there. We go. Okay, there we go. There you go. Good man there, Jonathan. Go. All right. So I have, okay. So in a moment shall they die. Wow, hang on. Boom, boom. Happens all at once. Short, quickly, go. By the way, hang on. That's Hang on. That's why the Bible says that the Lord comes quickly. That doesn't mean soon. There's a difference. Boom. It's quick. Comes quickly. Go. And the people shall be troubled at midnight and pass away, and the wow. mighty shall be taken away without hand. Mm. For his eyes are upon the ways of man, and he seeth all his soul his coins there's no darkness nor shadow of death where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves they can't hide anymore Fauci can't hide anymore <laughs> huh that's what it says he can't he can't hide anymore <laughs> that's, that's right coach for he will not lay upon man more than right that he should enter into judgment with God. Amen. <laughs> Holy spirits, you already have been here all morning long, and we thank you for your presence. We open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that destroys the power of evil in Jesus' name. Amen. And Amen. Lord, Amen. we pray Isaiah 53.5 for the growth that Lisa has in Wisconsin. Uh, we pray for everybody who is listening to this um, podcast, uh, this gathering, um, that anything in us that you touch us, Lord, the way you know how to touch us and heal us of everything because it is finished. And we pray for this, um, for my dear sister in Wisconsin, that everything goes well. And in faith, I know everything will go well. In Jesus' name. Amen. The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. Let me get Mel in here because she wants to talk about uh, <clears throat> what we got going on on Wednesday evening and what's up at the Liberty Action Network. Go ahead quickly, Mel. Thanks. Mr. Producer, if you could go to thelibertyactionnetwork.com, please. I put it in our links there. Yeah, he's got it. Good. All right, good. You know, there's a couple of different ways to get to actions and events, but go ahead and just scroll down the page if you would, Mr. Producer. About the middle, we come to um, actions and announcements. So the first one there is the one we've been talking about, two letters action. It's the Brunson versus Alma. So that's really step-by-step, easy instructions to participate. The letters need to be received by January 6th, so these need to go out right away. If you'll keep scrolling down the page, please, um, under the network, you'll come to events. Keep going, please. 
There you go. So the first one there is the Brunson Charge kickoff. And um, Coach has been referring to that. Um, it's a leaders meeting. So we're already at Tuesday. So this is going to happen tomorrow night at 930 Eastern Standard Time. So I'm sure Coach is going to talk a little bit more about that. But part of the reason that the Liberty Action Network exists is to, to be a platform where you can point people to to get more information. So um, you've got those two things, the action and the event, located right here at thelibertyactionnetwork.com. Amen. Amen. Appreciate all you're doing, Mel. Listen, hey, folks, just like an axe, man, just like an axe, take an axe to the root. We just got to keep whacking away. Keep whacking away. Don't get discouraged. Keep whacking away. Let's make sure, though, that we're whacking away on the right branch. Because if we're whacking away on the wrong branch, then uh, a tree's going to fall, but it's not the one that we want to fall. Jack, come on in. Yeah, um, one of the things that Dale said really triggered a thought. and silver will certainly relate to this on submarines back in the old days i could do anything i had to be able to do any job on the boat i didn't have to do it well but i had to be able to do it all i did my job with the expertise that i had but i could do the electrician's job when i had to i could do the chief of the watch's job when i had to if i had to i could do the officers the diving officer. Amen. Amen. Had to. Jack, that's the football coach. Jack, that's that's the football coach. I'm the head football coach. And when I went to football practice, if big Norm was in there, he would, he would verify this or Mark Collier, anybody ever coached for me. I didn't coach during practice. I stood out in the middle of the field and I watched the assistants coach in their groups. And I would stand and I would watch. And if something, uh, I saw a particular thing that didn't look right to me, I would walk over there. And I would watch the drill for a while. And then I would step in and say, coach, coach a little bit. Because I was the head coach, I was allowed to do that, right? But I couldn't do it all. But, but Jack, I could do it all if I had to. You understand? I couldn't do it all. But I could if I had to. That's and it's the same learning. thing. That's what we're learning here. It's the same thing in our Christian walk. All of you could do it, but you don't have to do it. And so as, as you learn to delegate and hand off things, that's 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 the way it's supposed to work. You're not supposed to have to do that. If you're if you see folks, you see, do you see in the church? Do you see the problem in the church? The pastor has to keep the thumb on everything. He's got to make sure that every little I get in the middle of a football game and the other team pulls a fast one on us that we weren't prepared for. I'm not mad. At the assistant coach, I'm mad at me that I didn't prepare him to prepare that. But the, you go to your local church, your pastor, he won't even throw you the ball. He won't even, he won't even give you, he won't even find out if he can catch it. He won't even find out if you can throw it or hit it. He, he didn't, because why? He's got to catch it and throw it and hit it. But then I hear from pastors who say, golly, I can't get anybody. I've got to do everything myself. Dude, you did it to yourself. You did it to yourself. If I said right now, hey, I got to cut up some <clears throat> trees at Sky High. I got four saws, but I got to cut up some trees at Sky High. There'd be 10 guys say, I'll be there. I'll be there, coach. I'll be there. Why is that? Because they know that they can come and exercise their gift. They know they can come. And I'm not going to stand over and criticize and say, that's wrong. And don't do that. And don't do that. And No, 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 no. This is the way a body functions. Huh? When I have to, pardon me, without being graphic, when I have to go pee, 
Do I need permission for my brain? No, I go pee. It's what you naturally do, isn't it? Isn't that what you naturally do? So if you have a gift, don't you naturally flow in that gift? Except when you walk into church, you got to get permission to pee. Yes or no? Is it just me? And so your gift isn't ever being exercised or sharpened or improved. Oh, man. I love this show. I love this show. Come on in, Jeff. Coach, Fellowship of the Brethren. This is what happened this weekend. This is a great, as you're talking about this, I come to thinking this. We go over to Pastor Matt's church because we didn't have church. It got canceled. Pastor Matt had more crap fly at him over the weekend. Everything from that lawyers getting home once phone records. He had a cow almost dives in the mud. He had to get out. He had a woman that needed a heater in a home. He went and hooked up a heater for a wall mount gas heater because she had no heat. He come back and uh, his he had a uh, brother in the Lord that is a mentor to him that's been struggling. Well, he called him Christmas Eve and said, Pastor, can you come over tomorrow and get my funeral arrangements ready for me? On Christmas Day. So you get the sermon worked up. And also he had, he got home Sunday after going over with the brother, getting his funeral arrangements ready. And his donkey died. 28 years of donkey died right there. He just, everything was hitting him. So we all showed up. Peter Manley and all the kids, Tom and Janelle Branstow, me and Mary Jane, Elizabeth, about 10 of us showed up at his church. And he had, he was tearing up. He was just a wreck trying to preach, and he was just tore up. He said, I'm going to tell you something this morning here. Not that it's a good thing that you guys' church closed, but I really need my brothers and sisters here this morning. He got that clean, and he just, so we got done with the service. He walked back to the back door. I stood up, and the Holy Spirit just saying, pray for this dude. I yelled back, and I said, Pastor Matt, can you come up here? He said, absolutely, brother. He come up. I said, can we lay hands on you? Everybody piled up around him, laid hands on him, prayed over him. It, but he appreciated us all being together. It was just a great weekend. And and the old boy died. He died at Christmas Eve. So Christmas Day, he's over there all with the guy. That night, 3.45 in the morning, he died. And at 5 a.m., where was Matt? At their house. Right away. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, he's a good old boy. We love him. Amen. 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 Hey, let me jump in here real quick. Uh, God, it's kind of gotten away from us. Uh, Pull up Clay Clark there if you can. Put it at the one point. Put it at the thirteen minute mark. Um, a lot of you, some of you saw yesterday. I had Clay Clark on my on uh, my Friday on show. Really good. It was really good uh, give and take. And as I said earlier, uh, this is I, I, if you can go watch the second half hour. I, Twenty minutes of a, just kind of a monologue I did. I thought it was really really anointing. But I, I want you to, uh, <clears throat> hey folks. Uh, Michael Flynn, uh, General Flynn, told us this as well at the last Clay Clark event I was at. All those people out there, the QAnons, all that stuff, say, hey, the Patriots in control, the Patriots in control. Hey, dudes, no, they're not. <laughs> that's a, that's all a lie. No, they're not. No, they're not. And I thought that this segment, that uh, this about a 10-minute segment, I'll try to get a little bit quicker here, with Clay Clark uh, yesterday on the Brideon show was really really good. So Jonathan, if you can put it at about the 1.5 mark, I think we can do that. Speed it up just a little bit to save us a little bit of time. And then uh, just listen to, this is pretty much Clay uh, telling us what's going on. Go ahead. I, I feel like I froze up there, but it's not coming through on, on my end. Are, are I'll you, also get to you on the, the private chat there and maybe okay. you can play it. But the, the conversation is, is that, that cash is asked a direct question from Dave, you know, 
uh, what are we going to do? And Cash's response was, if you don't allow the duly elected president of the United States to take his seat because you've committed an illegal act to prevent him, that is a violation of the Constitution. He says, however, without all the levers of government, we can't prosecute that case to a point where we can exact the right remedy, which goes back to what you said. So the truth is on our side, but we're not able to get people to take action to do the right thing. And well, so, it's probably, I believe it's because we don't know, right? The, the Constitution guarantees us the right to peaceably assemble to petition our government or redress grievances. To me, that means going to Washington, D.C. That's where my government is. And, of course, they, they faked the thing and made it look like it wasn't peaceful so they could tell us, well, you're welcome to come here, but you guys weren't peaceful. And that was all bogus, Clay. That was all a lie. And as a result, where do we turn? we got great guys everywhere. General Flynn, Cash Patel, we can name a bunch of them. Clay, who do we turn to to get this wrong righted? Uh, I and I, I know this might seem uh, uh, not what people want to hear. I'm just going to tell you how I look at it. Um, I would argue that the vast majority of Americans don't know what's going on. So I'll just give an example. My my son, you know, goes to uh, Metro Christian. That's a school he goes to, and uh, a very uh, high up individual, a person who, if I mentioned his name, a lot of your listeners would know his name. And he comes up to me, and this is a guy in, in elected office, you know, elected position, and he's asking me questions that Dave, you and your listeners would all know the answer to. Okay, and I've met with lieutenant governors and governors who are going. You know, I, I talked to a lieutenant governor recently who said. It looks like this great reset thing might be real. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're at. So, it, so I feel like you know my role is to make sure that everybody knows it's very clear. Klaus Schwab has this plan called the Great Reset, which is in opposition to uh, the Make America First agenda or the Constitution. And until everybody in America understands that idea, you're not going to see anybody do anything. These are people who are very uh, respected in Tulsa. I don't respect them so much, but these are very respected people that have uh, nice titles in Tulsa who less than two months ago were asking me if I think the Great Reset is real. Yes. But Clay, Clay, Tulsa, dude, that's like the Bible Belt. Is is that like the buckle of the Bible Belt, Oral Roberts, all the great ministries down there? And one of the failures I see in this war that we're fighting against good and evil, seed of the serpent against the seed of the woman. Clay, is it just me? Don't the pastors understand what's going on? I don't think the pastors know what's going on. And again, I, I uh, happen to be a consultant. So if someone goes to uh, thrivetimeshow.com and they go, what do you do for a living? I own different businesses and people pay me to help them grow their organizations. And I happen to work with about a half dozen pastors or ministries. And I can tell you this, I want people to understand this, and I'm going to rattle off the facts, but I encourage everybody to go to time2freeamerica.com so you can see this yourself. The whole point of COVID-19, the Great Reset, okay, and I'll just walk you through the steps. The whole point was to introduce the spirit of fear down, to America. Uh, right? John, so the word John, Corona this down. is 666. That's what it is. C's of three, O's of 15, R's of 18, O's of 15, uh, uh, N's of 14, A's of one. The word Corona is 666. That's a uh, fact. Second thing is these these models that said that 2.2 million Americans might die uh, from COVID. Those are false. The polymerase chain reaction test, the PCR test, the COVID test, those are falsely calibrated to inflate the cases. Why? Why were all these things done? Because COVID-19, the Great Reset, the entire plan, and I have the book, Right behind me here, this is Klaus Schwab's book here called COVID-19, The Great Reset. The entire purpose of this whole thing is to put a certificate of vaccination ID AI under your skin. Now, mm. I interviewed Todd Callender on my show, who I duly, I really do respect uh, Todd Callender. I also respect Jeffrey Prather. They're, they're both like you. They're very non, non, non uh, nonsense kind of people. And I asked Todd Callender, he's an attorney fighting back against mandates. I said, um, how, how will the uh, uh, Yuval Noah Harari and Klaus Schwab get surveillance under the skin technology, under the skin in America? And his right. response was, we're already there. And then he goes on to explain that inside the shots, there's RNA modifying nanotechnology that, that connects humans to 5G. 
so when you see a 5G tower, if you have an RNA-modifying nanotechnology shot in your body, the COVID vaccines, you now are emitting what's called a MAC score, a media access code. So now that Amen. that's how that works. So now the now they now at all, at all points at all times you're being tracked where you're going. And it finally, ain't coming. It's here, Clay. It ain't go. coming. It's here. Right. It's here right now. And the final step they have to do, which we're by the way, uh, very close to happening any moment now. It's called central bank digital currencies, CBDCs. And these central bank digital currencies were developed by the MIT lab funded by Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates. That's a fact. Everyone can look it up today. Type in quantum dot MIT. The quantum dot technology created by MIT is inside those shots. And the, the central bank digital currencies, that was also developed by the same laboratory of MIT funded by Epstein and Gates. So when you hear about central bank digital currencies, the founder of the company called Quant just did an interview where he said that all of the technological hurdles that they needed to overcome to roll out worldwide central bank digital currencies, Gilbert Verdidian, he said that those were all solved in 2018. So right now we're being told this narrative that, wow, look, look what happened. FTX collapsed. Uh-oh, after, after they funneled money to the Democrats, FTX collapsed. And we're told that, wow, there's hyperinflation. So the only way we're being told right now, and this is Gilbert Verdian, Gilbert Verdian, this is the CEO of Quant, this new CBDC technology. He said the only way to avoid a crisis like this in the future is to put CBDC, central bank digital currency, to roll them out. And that's that means, and, and people say, well, how does that work? And I wish I could play the sound clip for you. But that technology involves putting a chip under your skin. And the company that rolls out that technology is called Wallet More, and that is a World Economic Forum company. So the whole purpose, again, of COVID-19 was to put a certificate of vaccination, IDAI. Look at that word, folks, COVID, C-O-V-I-D, certificate of vaccination, IDAI, okay? Wow. So that's what it's all about. That's what it has been all about. It's the Great Reset versus the Great Reawakening. And we have so many people right now who are in elected office who have no idea what is going on? And if they would listen to you or your listeners to your show or to your show, they would know what's going on. So I feel like my role is when we take okay, these Reawakening America Tour the events. Great reset against the Great Awakening. That's the battle, right? See to the Ooh. serpent, see to the woman. That was re He really articulated that very well. And by the way, uh, Mark Trump gave an amen. So, Mark, I want you to come in and tell us why you amen after Dina, Deanna gets in. Go ahead, Deanna. Yes, Coach. Um, I was listening to what they call Corey Diggs. She does a podcast. Yeah. yeah. He was talking that right before that omnibus bill was passed, they added an NDAA, National um, Defense Authorization Act, and another 4,000 pages was passed along with the omnibus bill. Guess what's in there? CBDC infrastructure. <laughs> Look, this, this ain't the devil at work, right? <laughs> Again, and I I keep doubling back. I keep doubling back. Would you know? Would you know any of this if you went to any church in America? Would you Would you know any of this? And this stuff is going on all around. You talk about stuff that is going to impact the lives of individual people, and the church has no idea it's going on. Clay just said that. He just said the average. The, the pastors ain't got any idea. The government leaders have got no. Idea, but there's a good thing. You do. You got an idea. Why do you have an idea? 
because you are disciplined enough to get up here every morning and come in here where we lay the truth out there with it. And then you got to chew it. You either got to swallow it or you got to spit it out. We can be like some other people, just not watch it anymore because you can't take the truth. And there's a lot of those out there. Roger, come on in. Oh, I, I wanted you to play off of a minute or two your comment that the Patriots are not in control. They're not. Give us a little more. Give us a little bit more of what you heard because I, I tend to agree with that. But give me a little more. Well, that's that's a that's a psyop that's going on. Believe it or not, the dark side is acting like they're the good guys, and they're the ones that keep putting out the information that the Patriots are in control. Everybody's like, no, 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 no. Cash Patel. I don't know if you know. I'll, I'll try to dig that up for tomorrow. Uh, a, a film from uh, Cash Patel, who was a prosecutor in New York, who lays it out to us. Dudes, we're not in, ain't nobody in control. We're fighting for the control now. And if you're sitting there waiting for somebody to come riding in on a white horse, that's all going to make everything good. Man, man, you got it wrong. Can I show you something else here? Are you big enough and tough enough? Can you take it? Go down to uh, Trump. Trump honors. Trump honors the homos. What? Oh, yeah. Trump hosts a gay, a gala for homosexual Republicans at Mar-a-Lago after Biden signs same-sex marriage law. So Biden signs into law a homo-friendly marriage law, and Trump celebrates it. Huh? The heck is going on, right? What a tangled web we weave when we first practice to deceive. So, Roger, I promise you I will try to find that Cash Patel. Uh, I got a couple different. You guys maybe don't even know who he is, Cash Patel. But he's really, really Dave, he's a good guy. He's one of us. I he's a really, get, really good guy. I didn't he's get a chance to share why I watched the program. I just got a man crush on you, brother, for five years. That's all I can say. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. I don't Amen. have a man crush on me. I don't have a man crush on me. That's that's a good thing. Real quick, hey Trump, if you're out there, not Donald, Mark Trump. Can can you come in and amen while we were just talking about with all this technology? Because you're the guy that gets it more than anybody in this queue. This well, stuff's already you, here. You met me and you met me and you talked with me first week we met and you asked right. me to come speak. What did you ask me to come speak about? On this stuff right here. Right. And I've been saying this all along and it's hard to believe. And I saw it coming like a freight train. I see a lot more. But you got to get here before you can see there. Yes, man. Amen. And coach, look, it's taken us this long as a group to actually realize that things can be put in us through a shot. It can be assembled in radiation in our bodies. It can be controlled. It can activate uh, hormones and and uh, all these different things that change our body. I don't even know about, Coach. I just know it's possible. We are wonderfully yep. made as energy beings. We are washed in energy every day around us. It's not of God. Amen. And it's affecting Mark. us. The more Mark. metals we have, y'all have to get y'all have to get metal detox going. Doc has said it. Randy's talked about it. Uh, Brian has talked yep. about it get zeolite get it going spread under your tongue every morning but these are the things that are going to make us resilient and overcomers Amen. i gotta get brian in here to talk Amen, about Mark. Uh, talk about that tomorrow okay hey friends listen i saw this again yesterday that unbelievable the stuff that the lord brings across my look you don't have to believe it okay you don't have to believe it i'm going to give you the information you do your own research 
what do you think the chemtrails have been about? It's been about getting metallic surfaces inside of people. So we bring it in, we eat it in, and then we become more metallic to transform, not what, not the word, to be a transformer for 5G and all this other crap that's going on around. Am I right, Mark? An antenna. They're turning your body into into a better antenna. antenna. And the metal makes your gain increase. If you know anything about antennas, it's all about gain, right? And that way you can find lower signals and you can be controlled from further away. They have to do this in order to control us. Hey, Mark, I got, I, I got a simple question like right here. I'm sitting down here. You guys, many of you know where I live. Some of you don't know where I live. That's, that's a good thing. But uh, 400 yards maybe, I don't know, top of the hill uh, at sky high. We have 5G internet. I don't think I could get enough, but I'd go T-Mobile. I got a 5G internet thing. You know what? I get it down here. Now, you tell me what the hell's in the air that that thing can come all the way down here and get on my phone. And we're sitting in the midst of all of these things going up through us all the time. Just go on your phone. Pick up your phone right now and search for networks and see how many pop up. Well, the folks, those are waves. Amen. Those are waves. Amen. And your, phone, and your phone has to communicate those signals in order to receive those signals. So your phone generates 5G. It's always yeah. seeking it. It's always hitting 5G, seeking it. Always, always, always. You're getting 5G from every 5G device. You are getting it. Hey, I'm not trying to encourage you or discourage you. I'm just trying to... That people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. We have to understand what's going on. Silver, come on in. Coach, thanks, Mark. Uh, that's that's why it's clear. And thanks, Mark. Uh, that really, we are antennas for sure. Um, but let's keep, let's find the focus of what's the objective here. Okay. The jabbed are the objective. They are the priority. Okay? Yep. We have to save as many as we can because they're yep. going to be dying soon. Okay. We're gonna. I believe it, Jeff Silver. I believe it. I believe we're going to see a death wave. There's only been like 2.5 million. I saw this yesterday. There's only been like 2.5 million people died from this, but they're covering it up. We don't know. We don't understand. Come on in, Paul. You know, it's an interesting phenomenon in all this metal they're incorporating in our bodies. They're doing two things. They're controlling the few that survive it, and then they're killing off the rest of us. And that's yep. a diabolical plan and i'll tell you when that when these metals get in our body they uncouple every cell in the body cause all kinds of havoc and you're right coach that's all i do is detox antioxidants edta though that's all i do but you know what coach wonderfully made fearfully and wonderfully made it's Amen. not gonna work and it's not gonna work Amen. baby not gonna work joe allen come in quickly joe me and Mark talked about this. The military is using 5Gs for years. And they're not only talking about the 5G, they're talking about doing a 6G now. <laughs> Aren't you glad you know Jesus? Aren't you glad you're filled with the Holy Spirit? Aren't you glad that this really, that this world, we're just passing through this world and it's about the next one? And if we knew that and really, look, I'm going to either stand up 
and be locked up by the CIA and the FBI and the BID and the DAA and have them all throw me in the slammer, or I'm going to sit around and I'm going to waste away from metal poisoning and detox, all that, all that stuff. Hey, folks, nobody's, nobody has uh, control of tomorrow. We're all in the Lord's hands. He's the one who determines our next breath, every breath that we take. And we've got to fight against that spirit of fear that wants to shut us up because we, in this queue, and others like us, are America's last great hope that we can awaken others. God bless you. See you tomorrow.